After being at a conference, I shared all the exciting things and new ways of working with the executive team. I was so excited about everything I'd learned from normal work and seeing the employees as a solution and not the problem. The blank faces and lack of enthusiasm left me deflated. What now? What next? How could I have shared my enthusiasm to make it contagious? I am Nula. And I am Karen. And we are the Safety Collaborators. Our mission is to help people have better conversations and change the way they think about safety. Consider us your thinking partners, sharing expertise and wisdom in everything safety, safety culture and psychological safety. Recently, we attended and exhibited at the IADC, HSC and Sustainability Conference in Amsterdam. So Nuala and I went there, we exhibited. It was a bit of a big deal for us because it was actually our second time within the same month of September. And it was really nice to attend this conference and meet faces from the past that I haven't seen for many, many years and to meet many new ones. But it also got us thinking a little bit about how do we get inspiration? How do we get excited? How do we as leaders, whether it's of our own business or of a business unit or of an organisation, how do we find out more than what we see in every day? So that was the inspiration for this episode. Oh, and just in case you're wondering what is the IADC, it is the International Association for Drilling Contractors, lovingly known as the IADC. I think it's great that you've introduced that because mm. the previous expo we were at was quite more generic. It was more around safety and what it was, whereas Definitely. this conference was really focused on... Yeah health, safety, environment and sustainability. And yeah. what does that mean for the drilling contractors in this environment? So it wasn't just an exhibition of come and find service providers, but it was really diving into what can we learn within the industry? And for us, you know, it's that question of what can we learn from networking as leaders? Because there were many mm. leaders in the room over the two days. You know, I often say leadership is an inside job. And because of that, it can also be a very lonely place. Mm -hmm. So networking and getting outside of our everyday bubbles and the everydayness of what we need to get done is helpful. And I think sometimes going to these conferences, you know, I think over the years some people call them junkets, but it doesn't really matter. The importance is about connecting with others and generally of like-mindedness because we don't tend to go to conferences for dentists. <laughs> so there's going to be like-minded people there. And what can we learn from that as leaders, as you said? I think, Nils, you were talking a little bit about how do we actually show up when we go to those events and what's mm -hmm. the key points of enjoying the event? For me, it's walking in with open hands. Yeah. Because when you walk in with open hands, you, you are giving of yourself freely. You're giving of your wisdom and your knowledge. Mm -hmm. But you are then also open to receive wisdom and knowledge. And we had some amazing conversations with people who technically could be considered competition. And yet many of those conversations were about growing, were about sharing. It was about giving of all of our best to help the industry be safer and improve where they're at. And that spirit of abundance. Definitely. 
just because we get inspired, we do also have to remember that those who are not at the conference don't always have our enthusiasm. So how do we have that conversation with people? How do we share what we've learned? I think for me, being at the event was really... I personally, it sort of opened me up as well mm. a little bit because I think, you know, you do get stuck in your everyday bubble. You do get, you hear the same things, even if it's your own voice. So going there and having those conversations and being open to whatever was being said, even if you didn't agree with it. And we didn't actually agree with everything that we heard. But I think what really stood out was how long some of these people have been at the change they were trying to introduce and that going to these events actually helps them to verbalise it and to share their thoughts and to receive new ideas or concepts or meet people that might help them go to that next layer. And also just to get that confirmation of, I'm not alone in this. Mm -hmm. I loved some of the conversations we had with some of the industry leaders who, mm -hmm. through the presentations or the small group conversations that we had, were were struggling with the same issues, mm. whether it was how to change the organisational culture, how to get the executive team to see things differently and then do the bottoms up and the top down approach. And that these challenges are not challenges you have to bear alone. Yeah, absolutely. And if you are open to connecting in these kind of environments, you can then continue the conversation even after the event. Mm. And, and it might be helpful just to share... You know, like what were some of the challenges that were being raised around, mm. especially this environment that we're involved with, you know, safety and safety culture? The workforce is changing all the time. Mm -hmm. So you've got new people coming and going. And how do we onboard them? So one of the challenges, I think, for a lot of people is onboarding people and persuading them that this might be a great way to either be a great place to work, but also implementing a new way of being, if you like, as an organisation. By the way, we're talking about some of the biggest industry players. We're not talking about people that have not been in this business for a long time. Exactly. You've also got those people that have that attitude of, well, this is the way I've always done it. So... Why do we have to change? Why do we have to bring in new ideas, you know, for goodness sake? Or just the let's regurgitate what we've regurgitated yeah. for the last 15 years. Just... Oh, you just reminded me of one session. Yes. I'm thinking to myself, really? We've been talking about this stuff for 10 years already. Let's talk about something new. But, you know, for some people... We've been around for 20 odd years. For others, they've been there for two. Well, exactly. And so therefore... It's a new conversation for them. Exactly right. Yeah. So that's some of the things that we've, we've done. I like this one. I'm going to handball this one to you. Desperation. <laughs> I've tried being nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I've heard about this, you know, learning from normal work and that we are human and we all make mistakes. And mm. I, I've tried being nice and I've tried to embrace this whole thing around psychological safety, but mm. we're still not getting done what we need to get done. And mm. that, that mm. feeling of sometimes I think it would just be easier to just bring out the big stick again, just like... Ah, yes. <laughs> And it's a real frustration. The frustration can be real. And when we look at those kind of conversations, it's not about saying, oh, you're wrong, but understanding, okay, well, what have you tried? And bringing it into the world, what does 
all of this that's being spoken about that's new actually look like and sound like. And there was in one of the presentations, and it was about human factors and learning from normal work. And mm. during the Q&A session, one of the speakers said, can we just stop and just find out from the room, does everyone in the room know what normal work is, what we're actually talking about here? And only about 40% of the room put up their hand. I think it was the question of the event. I think so too. Absolutely. Because there is so much talk about it. And really, we sometimes go, oh, yeah, no, we know what that means. And then when you think about it. Maybe we don't. So again. So sometimes we hear about these things and we, we try and implement them, but we implement them based on an assumption of what we think it is. Yeah. And then it doesn't work. And then we want to go back into doing things the, the way that we've done them in the past because I got results. That's human nature. When it gets a bit challenging or a bit difficult, mm -hmm. we revert to where we were more comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that's why I think leading change, implementing change is far more difficult than people realise. And it really comes down to the conversations. So networking with others, looking outside of your everyday bubble, to get some enthusiasm, if nothing else, or some hope mm -hmm. <laughs> that it can be done. <laughs> and, yeah, being able to mm -hmm. say, I didn't know better and I'm willing to try something new, something. something different. And it was wonderful to hear these kind of conversations happening because it means it that people are open to improving what we do on an everyday basis and the people we impact every day. Absolutely, which is uh, lovely news for us personally because it means that we'll be <laughs> working for a long time to come. <laughs> well, and yeah. that was a comment from one of the internal consultants yes. within one of the majors. It was. You know, and he was like... Yeah. People still don't really understand what this whole thing around human factors is. No. It means that we have a lot of educating to do and a lot of helping people come along the journey mm. and getting them enthusiastic. Mm. So for those who don't attend these kind of conferences, maybe you don't get that opportunity, but you have these kind of burning questions inside. What do I do? Where else can you go and find the answers or inspiration to your questions. I think there's lots of opportunity here. And not everybody can afford or, or has the time to go to conferences and be in person. Highly recommend if you can. So it could be networking locally. And I even encourage people to think about going outside of their normal business mindset. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know I jokingly said earlier that we wouldn't go to a finance conference or dentist or whatever I said. But actually going to a community of people who are leading others could be really helpful in person, but also online. And I think these days there is a lot of online community. And if you fall into the right one, and sometimes you might need to shop around, so to speak, till you get one that feels right for you. We've yeah. got different thoughts, different ideas, different business types in there to help you generate new thoughts. And be open to being challenged in those forums. I mean, LinkedIn has some great forums. I think we do a lot of networking there. Yeah. And interestingly, actually at the IADC on the first morning when I went to go and get, mm -hmm. get coffee, I ended up chatting to someone and he looked at the group and he went, mm. we met on LinkedIn. This is the power <laughs> of LinkedIn. Now we're meeting in person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but we shared great knowledge and information having never met in person. And mm. that's 
a great, a, a fabulous kind of way of, of learning and answering your questions. Mm. You know, and then the power of research. What books and who's authoring what out there that is maybe speaking to your industry directly or to parallel industries or just being inspired by something completely different. There's so many amazing authors out there. Mm. I was listening to an Audible book on the flight home and that alone, it had nothing to do with work whatsoever, but it helped me think about mindset. And then it comes back into answering the questions, you know, how do we influence mindset in the working environment? We might keep that for another podcast. We're not going to share no. that today. We'll leave it as a teaser. No. <laughs> and before I scare everybody completely, use AI to your advantage. If you've got a burning question, ask Whatever AI tool you use, and there's every week a dozen being released. Mm -hmm. We still like ChatGPT, it works. And we absolutely use it when we get stuck on a question or, or mm -hmm. an idea that we might need. So use it. It's useful. Yep. Be open to courses. Yeah, absolutely. You know, go and find somewhere that you can go and learn something new. We never yeah. stop learning. You know, bring in that whole theory of ikigai. You know, what am I doing? Mm. How can I do it better next time? And sometimes mm. that's around needing new knowledge and new information. Conversations that matter are where we're at. So let us know what you want to chat about. Mail us at hello at safetycollaborations.com and we'll get back to you. Okay, now on with the show. You are staying up to date with whatever the latest conversations are around the topics that you're on to. And I think community, we sort of already really mentioned this, but if you can Join a community of like-minded people who are open, curious, willing to share ideas. It's amazing. We're both in different communities. And I was just reading something on one of the communities, the conversational intelligence community I'm a part of. And there's some really funky ideas coming through there at the minute. I'm going, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but I'm going to go and ask because it's a facilitation thing. I'm like, what are they talking about? Brilliant. So I need to sort of check in there and go, okay, let me figure out what that is because it might be something I can use in our community and with our mm. work, you know, and helping others. So on that note, you know, and this is a slightly a bit of a future plug, if you like, but we are looking at developing what we're going to call the Safety Leaders Hub, whether that's the actual name or not yet to be confirmed. But that Leaders Hub is going to be a community. So for maybe some of you that are listening to this who think, oh, I'd be really interested in that because, of course, we'd be facilitating that and group coaching, maybe some bite-sized learning. And there'll hopefully be others of like-mindedness mm -hmm. within that community. So it could be helpful. I think that will be greatly valuable, especially when we think about there are so many leaders who work in a semi-isolated, they might be working with other leaders, yeah. whether it's on an onshore site or on a rig or what have you, but have mm. a burning question and go, I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm doing as a leader in this environment. So where can I go and ask that question safely? And I think that's a big driver around what we're wanting to create. That's open space for learning, sharing and growth. And safety. Very much. To ask that question yeah. that you might feel a bit uncomfortable about. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's really about going to these events, being part of some sort of learning community is about sharing where you're at, where we are, you know, what have you learned, getting feedback. It's really that whole 
community cycle, mm -hmm. if you like, that community of being human. It's funny, while I was listening to you, I was thinking about you can be standing in the middle of a city full of millions of people and be the loneliest person on earth. Yeah. And sometimes I think being a leader is exactly that. Yeah, exactly. You can be surrounded by all these wonderful people you work with and don't feel like I can open my mouth. <laughs> exactly. Or when we get excited about something and, you know, it brings us back to, to the question I asked in the beginning, how could I have shared my enthusiasm to make it contagious? Because mm. sometimes we do, we mm. get fired up and we get enthusiastic and we want to go and what did somebody say to me once? You need to stop evangelizing these fun ideas. <laughs> Can you bring it down and make it real? <laughs> and there's something in that. Whether you've been to a training course or to a conference, we've probably all experienced this, where you are so full of enthusiasm, you go back to the job and, of course, the job hasn't changed. No. I mean, I move from country to country and I go back to my mother country and I think, nothing's changed in 10 years, it's still the same. <laughs> <What> <laughs> I think something that we talked about in the last episode, which was uh, episode 48, how can you share your enthusiasm in such a way through story, through telling stories, through telling story in a persuasive way mm -hmm. can be really helpful. So sometimes we have to be careful that we aren't just like blurp all over the place. Yeah, and everyone looks at you and goes... What are you on? Yeah. Have you had too much coffee today? Yeah. Being mindful of that, but without losing the essence. So Indeed. Think about what has excited you. How is it going to help solve the problem that you are seeing in the organisation? Yeah. And what is your vision of the mm. future? And then how do you sell that to the audience that you are facing who have not experienced the wisdom that you have gained mm. during whatever it was that you were doing? And I think what's really important here is not lose your enthusiasm as well because mm. that can happen when we feel like we're sort of banging up against brick walls a little bit or because everybody that we're talking to has not been on a fun three-day event so we need to consider everyone in that storytelling as well and then tap back into your network that you've now created because other people will be sharing you know similar things and go and find that energy back with the people who are going yes we want to try this out and make a difference what's happening in your organization how are you doing it yeah this is what i'm thinking about exactly how did it land with your team we hope you found that a little bit helpful. We just wanted to share our thoughts on networking for leaders and that it is a useful tool in your toolkit mm -hmm. of leadership tools and to consider it. And for some who <laughs> the word networking makes them cringe, cringe <laughs> consider it. Consider it actually as a useful tool. And that networking, by the way, could be within your own organisation. So don't forget that. You, the leader, maybe not call it networking, but asking questions, being curious and seeing what your team knows about what we need to change or what you need to change, if that is what you're looking for. On that note, and as always, thank you for joining us today and lovely to have these conversations that matter. Feel free to connect with us on safetycollaborations.com where you will find the show notes for this episode and much more these days. Leave us a message via the live chat and we really would love to get some questions. That would just make our day, actually. So do, if you've got a question or if you disagree, that would be great too. Let's have a debate. Indeed. Follow us on LinkedIn. Again, Safety Collaborations is pretty easy to find, as is Nuala Gage or Karen Ovari. 
And of course, if you enjoyed this podcast or any of the podcast episodes that we've put out, please help us spread the word by sharing it with your friends and followers, favorite people, and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. So till next week, stay safe and stay well. Stay well.